Hey guys, welcome back to our family therapy episode part two. Things get, things continue to get a little dark in this episode uh, before we, I think, hopefully pull out of it. I think um, we might continue this this theme here. It's a really interesting one. Um, I won't give away any spoilers here, but yeah, there, there's some themes that, that might come up in, in future episodes here soon. So uh, yeah, enjoy. Before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to Floathelm. Floathelm has a really cool feature where um, you can have an iPad in your space and have people sign waivers. Uh, while, you know, in, in our case, we've got a foot bath, so people are relaxing, they're having tea, they're soaking their feet, and I can just give them an iPad. Their name is appears on this uh, iPad. Uh, I click it for them. It gives them a customized waiver with their information. They can verify their information and then digitally sign it, which is really cool. Um, it also has features back at our front desk where if I hover over their name, or actually I don't even have to hover over, it shows whether they've signed the waiver from home already or if they need to in our space. So Helm just really takes care of that uh, legalese part real nicely and makes it less of a show when people come in. No paperwork, makes it all super simple. It's really convenient. The names just pop up based on the appointment times. So super, super cool. Uh, Floathelm.com is where you want to go to get a tour. So not just learn about it, but actually schedule a tour with their team and make sure that it's a really good fit for you. And uh, yeah, we're going to get started with the show here. Enjoy. question that you do need to ask yourself is it am I unsatisfied because I'm so out of balance right now like is there a better balance of how I can be doing work home play and if, if all that was in a better balance would I be happy or is it like it is truly just the build-up part that gets me going and I need to put a bow on this and and move on great question and I haven't been balanced to know the answer to right. that so right. I don't know what it's like to do what I do with a healthy balance of uh, you know work and personal life and and I probably could I you know my wife has been a nurse at Mass General Hospital in Boston for almost 20 years 19 years and mm. we don't rely on my income mm-hmm. to pay the bills so I could probably close down a day and be fine. And in my head, I think, oh, why would you do that? I have people, <laughs> right. I should open more, right, not right. close down, right? right? But it's finding, like now, because I'm going through these struggles over the last few weeks, couple months, I'm really starting to re-examine that and think like, all right, I opened the business. I had the breakup with the business partner. I figured out how to manage everything. I got the third room open. That's been a, an immense help. Maybe I don't need to feel like I have to get every single float I can get. And I can take a little time here or there and block off a little more floats and do my own thing and enjoy a little personal time. I don't know. Or. Or. And you didn't ask me for advice, but ah, I mean, what what is, yeah, because I'll give it to you anyway. What is stopping you from finding someone to fill in like what what is in your way other than like it's not you doing it right that you can't give yourself some freedom and some ability to step away like you know maybe drew the the next challenge 
for you is to tackle that. Like you could find such satisfaction potentially in mobilizing others to take this on for you. And you've like, I can say from my perspective, I have such a sense of pride in my team uh, and you know, not, and that's not with everyone all the time, but for the most part, like I have a huge sense of pride in my team. I, I feel like they're family and they, that I love them all. And I, I mean, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't think that it has to be this way and, you know, maybe try that to give yourself just some freedom. I don't know. But again, unsolicited you, advice. No, no. <laughs> and I agree with you huge weakness of mine is identifying talent and getting people in who give a F. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I just recently saw on the float collective, someone's employee was saying that the floats were booked when people called. I saw that. Yeah. I saw I, that. Oh that never God. even crossed my mind that someone yeah. might do that. Wow. I yeah. was blown away. Like what? Why would, are you kidding? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know. actually someone might do that to have an easy night. You don't know. Right. Yeah, right? wow. and totally. That type of thing makes my skin crawl. And I do yeah. have a major <laughs> issue with letting go and trusting people. And mm. uh, oh, by the way, the last I've been going through some struggles and people say, take some time. OK, I tried to schedule the last three times I tried to schedule time. Something happened. I don't want to blame my employees in case they're listening, but it was <laughs> not my fault. And I had to fix it. And my time that I had scheduled was taken away. Poof gone and if yeah. i didn't have the employees and i was doing it myself i wouldn't have made those mistakes and i would have had my time off but now i'm trusting people so on that particular day yeah great i'm leaving for a few hours but then the result of uh, an error causes me to have you know three days of filtering water because they didn't <laughs> check this person's hair and it leaked out over uh, christmas oh now now if you weren't already bent over backwards, spine straining, this wouldn't have be the backbreaking moment, right? Like it wouldn't be as bad if like you had a better balance, everything was a little bit more in line. And then this happened sure. to be like, yep, this is part of running a business. Got to do yep. this sometimes. It would feel different, I think. Um, totally. And just apropos, uh, when um, Sandra and I were on vacation in Hawaii, one of the only vacations we've had, <laughs> um, one of our float tank waters went complete s brown you know that that famous color of brown um mm -hmm. that was pretty shortly after we opened and that was uh, quite the stressor while like for the first time trying to get away from the business so yeah. that was good jujitsu drew jitsu um i know one of the things about jujitsu is that if something is hard there's an easier way to do it like you're probably fighting more yourself um or not thinking outside the box like there there are more options available to you than maybe you perceive in the moment and part of me thinks every time when I'm struggling with something is like what is the easy way easy way to do this what's the answer to this so that this can actually feel right um, I don't know that that is always the case I think mathematically that couldn't always be the case but I think it's probably usually the case and so I agree, agree with Gloria in like looking for the path of either um, and she didn't say the selling part but either setting things up so that you're able to sell um, or at least trying out a manager and saying, what's it like for me to step away more frequently, put more responsibility on somebody. And that's the next, that's 
it might not be the same rush, but like that's the next goal, right? Is like, how do I prep this thing either for me to exit or to, you know, whether it's 50% or just time-wise step away more often. The next step is maybe it's some personal work, but how do I find somebody that's able to manage a business? And, and maybe it is as simple as hiring somebody who has management experience as opposed to a passionate floater, but somebody who's going to be able to take on these responsibilities, learn about the float tanks, and let you be able to step away more. Could That, that rang true to me when Gloria was talking about it as something to look at. Yeah, like I said, that's a weakness. I've, I have employees, and I just I've all, I've been hoping one of them was going to step up and like, and there've been a couple times there was a couple of hopefuls, but man, like it's common hard. sense is lacking in a lot of people these days. And, oh, and true, I can empathize. Not even empathize. Like <laughs> I can relate with you so well on this. Like I have been yeah. a jerk of a manager. I've uh-huh. I've, I've well, Sandra should really rejoin the show here and talk about how much of a dick I can be. Um, and I've, I've, I mean, I've been managing for eight years now. And so I think I'm in a way better place of being respectful to employees, how to talk to them, all of that stuff. That was an uphill battle for me. Um, where it's just like, are you kidding? Why did you do that? Or are you kidding me? How can you not figure out why the light switch isn't working? Like go from point A to point D go a b c d like why is that difficult and same thing with the float tank and everything but really people's brains just don't work i mean there's a million reasons that they they might not in the moment and i've had to be like okay see it from their perspective or or just relax a little bit too you know um and and the more that i think you put people in that box that's exactly what you're doing they're going to stay in that box they're not going to feel empowered and they're not going to start learning about float tanks and learning about how to troubleshoot all that stuff because it, it, it's just this weird um, self-fulfilling prophecy of, I think, how relationships work of when you expect that of somebody. That, I mean, same thing with my kids, right? Like, um, if I'm going to helicopter parent them and not let them do anything, then that's that's how they're going to function. Yes, and I agree with all of that. And also, there's that aspect of my name and my face is all over everything in my community. And this person working part-time, if they mess up, it's not their name and their face on, on the review or the word of mouth. It's, but what if they don't mess up? Then I'd probably not be in this position all stressed out that right now. And I'd have an awesome employee. We'd be talking about how awesome my employee is. I do like yeah, how you put your face on the sign and, and worked it to the logo. Your, your big smiling face. That's smart. Um, no, I mean, generally speaking, no, they don't mess up, right? I, and I get that, but... Um, wait, I, I'm, Drew, I'm going to cut you off. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't like to do that. But in, in kind of in Gloria's point here as well is your standard for how you're running your shop and how you're representing yourself, in my opinion, and Gloria might disagree with me on this, will not be held to that same standard. It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the same business as if you were there 100% of the time. And that is very difficult to let go of. You, you bring up a huge... Okay, so this is what I was going to say. This is... Okay, I totally forgot about this. Huge point. And I think I see this in the Float Collective as well. So I know other people this might ring true to. In my opinion, there's like a, a cycle when you own a float center. There's that work all the time rush of trying to open. It's awesome. It's new. It's exciting. It's an adventure. You open, you want to do awesome, you want to be clean, you want to be the best float center you can be, you strive so hard to do that for so long, then you say, I'm burnt out, I need to hire employees, I'm stepping back, now as you're stepping back, 
this is fun, this is nice, this is a little less stressful, and now the quality suffers a little bit. Yeah. And now the people who were coming all the time because of you are no longer coming because the part-time employees don't talk to them or make them feel uncomfortable or maybe they're cleaning a little louder than the next person. Maybe they're playing mute. Like who knows what they're doing to turn them off, but there's so many things they could do to turn them off. And it's that again, like I, I weigh that in my head. Like, am I ready for that? And I'm not really ready for that. So I'd rather not have the employees (laughs) and I'll do the work or I'll shut down and I'll just do it myself and everyone will be happy. But I've had people, you know, I have uh, Monday and Wednesday nights I have employees. I've had people stop showing up. And I've, mm-hmm. I eventually asked them and it was because it's just not the same when I'm there. Yeah. Right. And now I have people who come in during the day who used to come in at night. And hmm. we haven't talked about it, but I'm I'm picking up what they're putting down. Yep. Drew, so good to see you. I have to right. come in during the day to see you now. Yep. Right. I'm yep. getting what they're saying. So now I find I'm, I'm going to recently I've been staying late on those days but there's that cycle of yeah I'm burnt out I'm stepping back I need that for myself and I think at first those those regulars are happy for me and then they're like well this experience isn't the same without Drew I I completely agree with that I can relate with that Um, I want to bring up a couple things one is not in direct answer to what you just said just now but in a few things that you said over the past few minutes is that when you are saying I can do this perfectly like this is me doing this perfectly here you've just put yourself in a box where you can't do anything outside of that box all the fun things outside of that business expansions other projects or whatever you are now at 100% capacity to make this float center rock hard and (laughs) excuse me rock really hard (laughs) why does that sound so bad (laughs) Um, you know what I'm saying this float center kicks butt Um, and uh (laughs) So <laughs> we're not cutting that. Um, and, you needed and so a little it, levity. Yeah, right. And so it, it keeps you in this little spot where you just, you can't develop yourself. You can't develop business. Like everything has to be static. You're maintaining this status quo, right? So, um, and then the inverse, eh, not technically an inverse, but the, the other, in addition to that is, okay, you, you drop maybe expectations from 100% to 80% frees up some of your abilities now the job is and you've said it's a weakness and that's fine but it has to become a strength if you kind of want to get yourself out of this hiring right people training people correctly these other parts that's just as important as the person who opened the float center people who are complaining about that and the float collective that all their employees are messing up you hired them you trained them that's on you and it's on me because i've made that mistake a ton of times yeah. uh, I, i'm okay won't get into too much detail, but I've, I've made that mistake a lot. And, and that has to be, uh, that weak muscle has to be worked out and has to become a strength of yours and able to be able to walk away or, you know, whatever the future plans are. And I think part of my personal struggles is once I kind of realize what I'm going to get out of an employee, I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm taking it. Like, this is what you're going to give me. I'll take it. You're not going to do everything I really want you to do. I'm not, I don't have the energy. And that's where I don't think I'm good at training people. And I don't know how to get better at that. (laughs) And I don't like it. And I'm like, Dylan, I bet we'd have a lot of similar stories. Like, I'm not good if someone takes the the, uh, sponge 
monkeys and squeezes them back into the float tank. Like, I flip out. Like, what do you think they're there for? Why are you squeezing it back into the float tank, you dummy? You know what I mean? And I know that's not conducive to a great work environment. Uh, so I know that I'm weak in that area. But I, it's hard to – so that's all I wanted to say was that I'm, I feel like once I kind of figure out, like, okay, um, you know, I have a guy who's really good with people. Awesome. So I'm, I feel very confident when I leave that if there's a problem, he can handle it. Um, someone, you know, someone else really good at cleaning, not so good with people. And I don't think she's doing the proper, like, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, interactions Spiel. with customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like talking to him after, setting them up beforehand. So I try to, and you can't know that until you get them in. That's the tough part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. right. Very true. Very so, true. Or at least I haven't, and I haven't All found out. Oh, very valid. Yeah, and then, so then once they're there, it's like, okay, well, this is what I'm, in my head, this is how I look at it. Now you're here, this is what I'm getting from you. I haven't relied on any employee full board 100%. I've kind of realized, I try to figure out what can I trust them with, and okay, I'll do my best to work within what they're giving me, because I get it. This is just a part-time job for them, and they kind of care, but not like I do. Mm -hmm. Sure. I feel like we're going like super detailed now and that's totally fine. But um, in, in that sense, I would say, and I think we've talked about this before, personality first. Like I think that connection to people is so important and cannot be trained. Whereas I feel like if you've got a nice checklist or a spreadsheet for people to be following, they can you know, clean a float yeah. room and do those basics, yeah. open for the center. Sure. And oftentimes if the personality is is really good, it can compensate for some things that are less than perfect on the other side, you know? So, but man, it's, it's tough to really find the people you can trust. And I empathize with you on that. But my question is, and this is kind of getting back to the family dynamic. So when you have a spouse who doesn't have the business experience, it's hard to relate right? It's hard for them to relate to really what you're going through, right? It's not their fault. It's literally a product of how they've been brought up, what they do for a living. If somebody's been working for a corporation for, you know, decades, they're, they're not going to understand the dynamics and the weight that falls on your chest. So I do feel, you know, fortunate in my situation. And I think that's why we are together, that he's, a business guy, I'm a business gal, and we can talk about these things, right? So I feel blessed in that regard. But at the same time, that also introduces two very risky people, risk-taking people. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. sometimes it's great when you have a partner who isn't in business because one really stabilizes the other. I think that that is true. That one stabilizes the other. There's definitely that struggle of the uh, partner not understanding the anxiety and the feeling of being in quicksand and feeling like every time you make one step forward, it's two steps back. And I feel like my list, my like day-to-day -day list, doesn't get uh, crossed off necessarily. I just forget about stuff and like more <laughs> stuff gets piled on right. and to have a spouse that doesn't understand that and then adds to that with stuff that maybe you could take care of or maybe, yeah, I'm sure like I don't care. 
right? Like, and that's the worst thing you can do is not care, right? Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, like, I have so many things on my plate. I don't care about this thing. And I'm not saying it like, I don't care, whatever. But I really don't care because these other things are what's on my mind. And it is difficult when someone doesn't understand that and doesn't have the, I mean, Gloria, I can only imagine how many email addresses you have. I have like six. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Constant. And it can be like the most, like, you'll just get these ridiculous questions that you, right? Like customer service wise, you need to respond to, will my hair get wet? Right. And it's like, yeah. Right. So, um, well, I'm sorry. I, I know you're going into something here that has value, but what? 61,000. How many unanswered? Gloria has 61,000, almost 62,000 62. <laughs> unopened emails. That's not even my, that's not even my, my, um, I have a separate phone. This is one phone. <laughs> and by the way, like most of that is absolute junk. So I, I'm, you know, but, but the point is, yes. I mean, you, it's so Wait, what, difficult. Why is Drew answering that question? Like you have employees, like how come there's not going to a general email inbox? Uh, it does. And it, but it goes to my phone and I've never set employees up to answer those questions. And, and I do it too. I answer my own emails too, by the way. Your general inbox? Yep. All of them. Well, sure I hope do. that you... I mean, first of all, I'm shocked, to be honest. <laughs> and then and then my second yes. thought to that, <laughs> to that is, do you then have a very specific, I wake up and have coffee and do email once a day, and then maybe <laughs> at the end of the night? Or are you answering your phone, your those general inbox questions throughout the day? So I scan them, Um no, like lately, I don't. Lately, I do it in the morning and at night. That's it. Because I, I really do have to compartmentalize uh-huh. and focus on what I'm doing during the day. My nine to five is critically important that I'm like zoned in. So I, I can't be distracted. And eventually, I will delegate them out. But um, yeah, I mean, I know that is surprising to people. But it's you, I, I guess it's my way of keeping in touch with what's going on, right? Yeah. I mean, a, so, a particular component of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you? I could be... I could How's be your balance? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go, oh, no, wait, Gloria, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, I could be um, at a meeting and I'll see my phone ring and it comes up a certain, you know, like, carryover, and that's <laughs> when the phone calls come from the overflow, right? So the oh. phones ring at the locations and they ring at each location if one location doesn't pick up. But if none of them are picking mm. up, they come to me. So it's like Whoa. crazy. But anyway, we digress a little bit. I think the point is that it, it's hard for people who don't understand that if, if they're working like a nine-to-five job or even a swing shift job or whatever, they and they work for someone else, it's, it's like there's somebody else to take care of those things, right? Yeah. yeah. So... Especially if they're not in management. Yeah, right. There's a a lot of challenges. And it is difficult to express that to someone who didn't sign up for that. And I think the... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think the the message is that we really can't expect them to. Hmm. Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, fairly. Yeah, you're right. And for me in my situation... You're talking about new hires? You're talking about hires? 
No, family. Or, or spouses. Yeah, oh, family. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I yeah. got lost. Yeah, Great. family. To understand, right? Yeah, like, I'm the entrepreneur, not... Right, so it's... Um, you're right. It, we shouldn't have to expect them. And I, maybe that's a that's a difficult part, too. And also, like, I fully admit, I'm new to this business thing. I don't have all the answers. So when I'm looked at for all the answers, sometimes... I don't know what to do and it can weigh on me when I have to make all the decisions. Oh, what's that? Decision fatigue? Yeah. It's like, it's I don't want to make thing. any decisions. Yeah. I don't want to decide anything and I'm deciding stuff all day long and sometimes stuff that I'm like, why do I even have to respond to this? You know yeah. what I mean? And as I'm trying to pile more on my plate by doing something else, there's the, well, what about all this other stuff? that oh right yeah the emails i actually feast or famine my emails i go i'll end up going a couple of days i'll see a couple stoop and i say this sarcastically <laughs> uh, a couple of stupid emails i'm like i'm not dealing with this today <laughs> like yes your hair will get wet you know like right. it's you just you just asked a you went to the website to send in a question when the answer's on the website yeah like, I, it might you know and I, I it gets me angry and um I need to like put it down and just not deal with it. And then I'll go to it and say, sorry for the late response. Here's the, you know, and I have a calm demeanor about it. And, um, but it's hard and it is hard to have a spouse that doesn't understand those things and how like annoying it can be and sprinkle in an injury. I mean, I've been dealing with the back injury for a year, but if you're just, if you have any type of injury on top of that or you're stressed out, like, when do you get your break when you're running a flow center? I don't know when people do. And it's hard. And I see, you see it all the time. Not all the time, but you see it recently where people are like, I'm done running a float center. I'm yeah. going to go do other things that I want to do. And I get that. I very much get that. And it, I've, as I've come into year three, I, I'm thinking about that. And like, what else is there? And trying to keep that balance, I think... You're right, Dylan. I don't know what it's like to be balanced. Maybe things would be better if I had a better balance. But how do I get that? And it's probably trusting employees more. And then that bring, creates a whole other set of issues that I just either I'm not capable of figuring out or I don't I don't have the energy to figure out at this time. Like part of me wants to start going like, well, there's this and there's this and these little things you can do. But I don't think this is necessarily about all those little things, you know, like this is, yeah. this, this is the big thing. Yeah. And, and that leads to screen, skin crawling anxiety. Like I suffer from that for sure. And I wake up in the middle of the night and feel like I'm ready to jump out of my skin and it's three in the morning and I'm thinking about the day already or the email that I didn't send or the person who that vocal minority who really complained and I felt really bad about them and I feel like I tried for everybody and I'm always bending over backwards and that one person who was super negative and made me feel like a piece of dirt because they didn't get what they wanted like that's weighing on me and it's hard dealing with the public and I'm not taking that complaint that I'm I made me feel this big and I'm not talking to anybody about that. And I hold that stuff in. 
and if I'm lucky, I get to jujitsu and I can strangle someone out. But I don't always get <laughs> to do that legally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And I go sometimes. I go into jujitsu and I'm a bear and I'm I'm out to get get people and I I'm just taking out all my anger and frustration. Wow. And maybe it would be helpful to to talk to somebody more about it. I actually recently have been thinking of trying to find like a therapist that talks to people who are self-employed because I, I need one for sure. I, like, I think I, that's smart. I, I definitely want one. It's, it, it might <laughs> yeah. be, it, I think it might be helpful and for sure. It's a great question. Who do you talk to and who can relate to you? Right. right? Like everyone likes someone who can relate to them. Right. It's already and, hard enough when you've got like your friends don't understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Like you've already got that isolated. Like right. then a therapist specific who understands what, this lifestyle is like because a regular therapist is probably just going to be like light the match and burn that down walk away <laughs> like this is so yeah. unhealthy <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt me man oh, no. <laughs> right. oh, no. right. so bad. do you do you guys um ever use meditation in your daily lives or like weekly or i mean honestly not at the moment no. So, and I ask because Drew, when you were describing that anxiety in the middle of the night, I I definitely have been going through periods of that, right? Because I feel I got a touch, and you know, there's definitely our third location has not been doing what it needs to do, and so you kind of wake up with these feelings of just, you know, angst and anxiety. Um, I have personally, I use Insight Timer, and I find that that really helps me just breathe it out, but I, I feel it coming on more frequently than it used to, right? And I think it's just because there's a lot of stuff being piled up at once. And yeah, I'm with you, man. I think I think every business owner goes through these ups and downs and it's the cyclical thing and you have to find coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking for those. Like I did a vision board yesterday with my mindfulness group. I've been meeting with this group of ladies for two years and this is honestly how I feel like I've gotten through my life. Um, we meet, we're kind of like, it's kind of like group therapy, really. Sure. Um, some of them have businesses, some of them don't, but man, it is really positive to kind of like vision out what you think would make you more balanced and put it on a board. Um, But, you know, actually executing it on it is a different thing. But I think starting with that and then like just breathing to it is, is a really powerful thing, at least that's helped me. I don't know. And insight timer's free. So I'm just throwing it out there because like when you can't sleep and you have that sleep, I think it's like a sleep demon because when you are working during the day and you're so busy, it's, it's easy to kind of not be anxious, right? It's when you are still and you are alone or you're in bed and like everything's kind of weighing down on you and you're forced <laughs> to kind of think about it, yes. that's when I get anxious. So, like, I, I feel, I totally feel for you. Can I feel share it. for a bit? Um, Please. So first of all, yesterday I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, after an hour of trying to go back to sleep, I was like, okay, I my brain is fully active here. I'm awake and went through the day strong. It was fine, but that it just sucks, you know, especially with the kids. They had, a, they actually, both of them slept through the night perfectly. <laughs> of course, I still <laughs> had to wake up. 
Uh-huh. Ah! But, um, you know, I talked about uh, the float conference feeling really weird about myself, like just like feeling like not like myself, not connecting with people like how I'm used to connecting with people, like a lot of lot of weirdness about that. Um, I don't think I mentioned on the podcast, um, I think we were during a break, I had my first panic attack too. Um, and that was like the ultimate wake up call for me was I was I was in the kitchen and I thought I was having a stroke. Um, I it, like my chest clenched up and. Um, after describing it to Sandra, she's like, yeah, that's, that was, that was a panic attack. <laughs> like, um, she knows. Um, and then I actually had a, a second one as well. Um, I think it was maybe a week later. Um, and just at both times just ended up on the floor. Um, just like the oh world gosh. was crashing in inside my head. It was, it's very difficult for me to explain and I wasn't exactly extremely present for it. So it's really hard for me to remember it because I wasn't, you know, practicing presence. But when you're talking about meditation, I'm like, that's exactly what I need to be doing. I need to be focusing on mindfulness. I went down to, um, Dr. Feinstein spoke at a, a TEDx talk recently in Salem and I went down and, uh, um, shout out to Soak Float Center, um, had an incredibly wonderful float there, a real beautiful facility. And the 90 minutes, oh, that, oh, I'm sorry, I should back up. That was my first time floating in two months. I went through the holidays without floating. I started feeling like a fraud. Like I, I mean, I've had, you know, droughts of floating, but this was mm-hmm. bad. Like I was yeah. not getting in the tank um, and have all the excuses for why I'm not able to get in there. And so I had to be at somebody else's float center to manage to be able to get in there. And For I think sure. actually even Sandra made sure those those were booked. And the 90-minute timer went off, and I was like, you're kidding me. Send me in for another. I mean, I had to get going, but, like, I was not done floating. That time was precious. And I was like, holy shit, I sell this. This is what I believe in. And I'm, A, barely experiencing it, and, B, need it so badly right now. I'm I am out of balance. I am not practicing anything introspective you know i'm not doing any martial arts let alone physical i'm heavy again the the second time i've been this heavy in my life um first time was when i had my first kid um just like i love being in my body i love rolling on the mat like there's or or climbing up a wall like these these are my jams and um i also love business and i love my family and so finding this balance not good right now like not okay I actually, I saw Dana, um, I did a photo shoot at uh, Dana Float North just yesterday. And she's like, how are you doing? I was like, ah, you know, not good, not great. And she's like, yeah, you really, um," maybe maybe a few comments in between, but she said, you really glom onto the next project all the time, right? Like you you get excited about the next thing and you really want to do that. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a problem. (laughs) It's a problem. But I, I really... They fill me up, though. That's the problem is I want to do all the things. All the things are mm-hmm. awesome. And I want to be a dad 100% of the time. I want to be on the rock wall 100% of the time. I want to be on dates with my wife, you know, 95% of the time. We need a little bit of space. We need a little bit of space. But I want to, <laughs> I want to see her more, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I want all these things. And um, obviously, that's not possible. And none of them, all, if I was 100% in, would be healthy, right? Of course. Um, and so finding that balance is where I'm at right now. Um, and um, I know that it is possible to meditate in the morning, even though I have two kids that wake up usually before I do. Um, and it just means waking up earlier um, is, to, is to do that and putting myself to bed at an appropriate time. So oof, oof, I just uh, dumped a bunch there. But yeah, that's that's been a little bit of my mind. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're all in that <laughs> place. And I'm sure like we we're here talking about it on this podcast. And there's so many people who are out there probably feeling similar right 
but um, I know it. Yeah, like you. Got, and I haven't. I've so not on Facebook these days, so I haven't been super in touch with Folk Collective. Um, but it sounds like that's coming up a lot. And as somebody who hosts this podcast, I feel like it's partly my responsibility to go. This can be a healthy thing, right? You can have success with this, and 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 of course, show my faults of like I'm I'm not working enough. Like talk about that stuff by all means, but like having this conversation now live makes me want to go. I need to get my shit together so that I can talk about it so that I can say you can successfully have a business that makes money and you can be happy. Um, because if we're all, all, all three of us on going like life is out, maybe if Kim was here, she'd be like, I've got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's fairly new though. So yeah, she's yeah, fairly right, new to being yeah. open. So I bet she would say that. Right. But you know, there, there is, you know, she balances a lot too. So I'm sure she, she, she could empathize with uh, sure. all yes. of this. But um, yeah, I just, I think we're being honest and being real yeah. and, you know, people ebb and flow through these feelings. And um, yes. I just think more and more, you know, there's more and more outside stress in the world and conflict that I think is bringing things up to the surface for people in a more magnified way too. Mm -hmm. So mm. Um, I just, I find that that, that group that I'm a part of is so nice. important and it really is group therapy. Really, cool. it is, you know. I feel like I need to find something like that, right. Gloria, because yeah. the, I, I met with a real successful business person recently who floats with me and has always been like a business buddy that we bounce things off of. And the subject was to learn about one thing and we ended up talking business <laughs> in general. And um, she actually has a business coach that she pays quite a bit of money to, to meet with. And she kind of was running through some of the things with me. And like, I felt so good speaking with her after because she could relate to a lot of the things. But part of me wonders if like that anxiety and that panic attack, like that's coming. Is that coming from a good place of like, you want to do well and you want to succeed and Maybe that's a defense mechanism to do better. I don't know. Like, can you can you still strive to do the best you can and feel like you're doing the best you can without feeling these negative emotions that come into play when you're alone or when you're when you're thinking about I'm doing the best. Like, do you think that the three of us will ever be satisfied? I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wonder. I'm in I believe that in self care. I mean, like... I, I think like the float tank, like I, it's something I truly believe in, and I, I think it truly helps bring people to center. And I think a balance can be found. Yeah, and I think it's possible to follow passions. And and I think there are times when they're like, for example, when you have two young kids, when you have less ability to follow passions. But yeah, I, I do. I honestly believe it's possible. But I think it's it's a lot of work, and yeah. it takes it like really big intention. And like, I, I have a girl that she's a health coach. Um, I'm like a terrible student for her because, you know, I, I've hired her to help me lose weight and, you know, just take better care of myself. And sometimes I drop off the face of the earth, but mm -hmm. she had me doing this exercise and it just makes, I, I wanted to bring this up because I think as we're talking about this, it can really apply to anything you're trying to change, right? So if you're trying to change and have like, better balance this exercise could apply but basically she said gloria are you driven by uh doing things for positive outcomes or are you driven by doing things to avoid negative outcomes mm. 
And I said, you know, I've pretty much driven to for the positive, right? I, I pretty much felt confident in that answer. And she's like, okay, well, you're going to say, if I eat healthier, which is one of my objectives, right? Because I'm just not where I need to be. It makes me feel X, Y, Z. And so she had me kind of list out all the, the positive things that I feel when I choose to eat healthier, right? And so she made me like, take a picture of it, snapshot on my phone. And like any time, like tonight when I went out to eat, if I had any like feeling that I was going to do something that wasn't in congruence with that goal, then I was supposed to look at that list. And I think, you know, maybe applying that same discipline to the balance side is what I need. I mean, I'm not speaking for any of you, but I, I feel like the balance side and the self-care is really calling out here between all of us, Right. And there's just not enough time to, in the day to get it all done. So why not just carve out right. a part of the day? Like, it's going to be there so tomorrow, funny. right? So like, like, yeah. Talk about that. Um, so I don't know. I, I probably, like, went off on a tangent on that. But I'm just, I'm trying to, like, figure out the, the mechanisms to help build systems and habits to help me get to that balance. Because it's... It's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot. And I'd just like to add that I've been thinking lately about going to another float center to float because I've been finding it difficult to relax in my float center because totally. there's a things I could be doing. Yeah. And while I'm in there, it, you know, especially if it's in the middle of the day, I start thinking this, that, oh, I could do this, that. And I wonder, and I, I kind of daydream about going to another place, being a customer, right. floating, yes. and leaving. Yes. Yep. Driving it's home the best. and enjoying it. Totally. I, I agree. in the yeah. worst, ugliest float tanks where the water was cold and gross <laughs> and had some of the best floats I've had. Because it's not my center. Yeah. yeah. yeah and so true. now as we're doing this, I'm really thinking I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to look to do that because when I was out in Colorado for the float conference, mm. it felt awesome to do right. that. Right? When I was out there at your place, Dylan, a couple years ago, it felt awesome to know that I wasn't having to clean and it wasn't my place and I didn't have to worry about anything and yep. it was a, a weight off my shoulders. So, uh, you know, I spend so much time in my float center. Maybe it's that's what I need to start doing is finding places to go outside of that to take care of myself instead of thinking because I often do oh I'll just float I own a float center I'll float but then right. I find myself thinking about it's what's tough. going on there it's tough. it Did gives I me anxiety what's that yeah yeah it does it right. gives me anxiety to, to especially float at the, my first location because I walk in and see all kinds of things that need to be fixed it's Ugh. just it's not Tell a good it. it's not a good experience for me to go there <laughs> it's right tough. it's gotten better um, for me but same we talked about doing that. We talked on the, I think it was on the Float Collective or I don't know, maybe it was at the conference where we had like a standing open invitation to comp each other at each other's nice. float centers and everybody seemed to be on board with that. I, I, I'm totally thinking we that's that a good in, idea. We have that in Portland and that's for employees mm -hmm. too. I think we have this total open exchange and it's very rare. Uh, that's awesome. Do it though. It is, it is super cool that, that it exists. Um, and Drew, I think, there's the float time, like the total letting go relaxation time. And then there's like the, I can't think about anything else because I'm putting myself to the max. And for you, that's jujitsu. Like you cannot be thinking about your business when somebody's trying to choke you out, you know, if you're trying to roll <laughs> right. them. And, yeah. and I think we need both of those, at least you and I, I don't know if every person needs that style of thing, I but need we're to like, choke someone out. <laughs> 
Maybe, Gloria, it's you awesome, might just Gloria. need it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it I think I would like so this good. a lot. You might. would. I know you, <laughs> Gloria. You'd like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a gi would fit fit well on you. Uh, that <laughs> could be a very good match. Um, so yeah, I I think when I just from the outside, I think you have to prioritize that and not let it be a maybe yes, maybe no thing. But this happens, or my business needs to go, whatever it is. You got to roll. Like yeah, you, you got to burn that energy out and have that moment of time where you cannot think about anything else. Yeah. No, I agree, and it's totally true. And um, you know, this has been a rough year for me personally, and mm. like when. Uh, uh, you know, I had a couple people that passed away. A friend committed suicide. My mother died all within like six, the last six months. And I trained every time because of mm-hmm. exactly because of that, because I don't think about anything else. It's the one time in the day that I don't think about things, but I've been having my back issues. So I can't always do that right. or I can go and then I'm not training. I'm just kind of hanging out yep. and it's not, it's the, not same. the same. And I need to feel like sore and exhausted. And when I feel like that from like a exercise perspective, uh, it makes me want to eat healthier. Yes. It makes me want to sleep a little bit earlier. I drink (laughs) a little bit less. um, And I feel more balanced. Yeah. You know, and things are good. But it's tough with the back, with the something goes wrong with the business. I I tend to train a lot and then something comes up or. I end up talking to someone a little longer than I wish I wish I had, but it was the right customer service thing to do, right? And it's like, okay, now I'm a half hour late. I can't go into class now. Uh, no, that's where I do want to disagree potentially. I, I don't know this, that particular scene, but that's the bending over backwards part where sometimes I go, you know what? That could have been an hour long conversation if I had all the time mm-hmm. in the world. So like, yeah, sometimes it is like this is where maybe I don't make a sale. Maybe it's about a financial thing or maybe it's about the connection, whatever it is. It's not always worth it. Even in the moment, it seems like it was the right thing. I got to take care of me. I got to roll on the mat. That's the priority. That, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, gosh. <laughs> so I guess we're not the only ones. I, I, no. I'll be honest. I, I didn't necessarily know a lot of that stuff about the two of you, especially. Um, I... Gloria, I thought you were like just grooving and no big deal. And Dylan, I didn't know you were having the panic attacks. And there have been a few posts lately on the Flow Collective about people struggling. And I mean, the struggle is real. It's not easy. And I think that part of the challenge is finding ways to cope with it and to deal with it and to talk about it and to have your releases and find that balance. And um, I did watch the Graham and Ashcon video uh, Graham had posted on, on the Flow Collective that when they went around and traveled around and oh, yeah, yeah. they had a really good montage of, you know, a bunch of people talking about how difficult it was to open a float center. And then on the flip side, I think they asked, like, you know, why did you do this? And all the warm and fuzzy reasons of why people did this. Sure. And I have lately been trying to adjust my thinking on those good th- good people that mm. come in because here we are talking about all this other stuff, but there have been thousands of people to come through my float center in my little southern New Hampshire community area who've had awesome floats and felt awesome, and that's part of why I do this also. It's not just the entrepreneurial side of it. It's that yeah. it's helping people. Yeah. and. It's hard to forget. I mean, it's easy to forget that. 
when all these other things oh, weigh yeah. on you. Oh my right? god. It's right. weird. You even question like, wait, am I still a good or am I a good person? Like, do I care about this? Because all I'm thinking about are is the spreadsheet over here and, and rent. Yeah. yeah. Um my goodness. Uh so I want to I was talking earlier about how I want this makes me want to say and for me meditate. Um it makes me want to hold myself accountable and to be able to tell people, like you can do this. So I'm going to give myself homework. This is going to be a two-part episode because we've we've run out of time for to record two separate episodes, uh, which is what we were going to do tonight. Um, so in two weeks, we're going to record again, and that episode will go out you know, just a couple days afterwards. So um, I'm going to hold myself accountable to meditate, period. I don't want it to be a single time. I want it to have some kind of regularity. I don't know in the moment right now how to make it super specific, but I'm going to talk about it again. Um, uh, no matter what our topic is next, uh, you know, two episodes from now, I'm going to talk about that. Do you guys want to set a goal for yourselves as well, or would you prefer not to? I, I mean, I definitely can share. I'm, I'm already kind of in the midst of setting those goals for myself. You know, I, I am really trying to uh, meditate more than I already do and also um, float at other people's float studios. Mm. I definitely try to do that as well. Um, but my number one thing is just trying to get healthier, right? Uh, to give myself more energy and mm -hmm. not necessarily to lose weight. That'll be a side benefit. But, you know, I'm trying to eat clean and listen to my health coach because she's really smart and really mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not mean at all. But, um, you know, I just think that that's foundationally, like our health yeah. is where the focus needs to be because so two, all of these other things, you know, just kind of don't matter if you don't right. have that. Agreed. Two weeks from now, what's the metric we could talk about? Okay. I could commit to two weeks from now. I can tell you how many times I meditated and how many times I went off my, the rails of my, <laughs> <laughs> my diet, which I'm anticipating zero. Nice. Stay positive. So, so <laughs> 14 successes, 14 days of success. Great. I like it. Jerski, do you want to join? Yeah, I will. And I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to, um, I'm going to try to find someone that I can talk to. Nice. Cool. And address my mental health because I, I have been really thinking about doing that. And it was kind of nice to hear you guys talk a little bit about something like that. And, it's easy. I feel like I've been saying it for a little while and like I need to talk to somebody and maybe now is the time to kind of hold me accountable to take steps to try to actually find someone to talk to, whether it's a, a business coach or a, an actual therapist that deals. I While we've been talking tonight, I, I thought maybe I'll reach out to my SBA and see if they have somebody that they could recommend. That's and, good. Um, I'll, I'll report back and see if I found somebody and um, I doubt I would have a, an appointment if I do find someone in the next two weeks, but um, I, I think I don't want to be afraid to say that I need help and like I am struggling mentally and I need help and I, it's easy for us to sit here and talk about these things, but I, I don't necessarily implement them once this <laughs> podcast is over. So um, I, that's going to be what I'll do, Dylan, is try and find somebody that I can talk to because I feel like I need that. Love it. Awesome guys. I can't wait to, to talk again in two weeks. 
feels like so far from now. Um, is there anything yeah. else you guys want to say in closing before we shut her down? Happy New Year. Can I still say that before we go? <laughs> you can still say it. Yeah. Happy New Year, I, yeah. Sometimes I feel like, um, you know, we, it's good to, uh, sometimes I wish I expressed more and let more of a, a peek behind the curtain go, but I definitely feel, um, just the way I am, I feel, I guess, a little bit vulnerable when I start doing that and to talk about mental health and, um, to, when you're the person that everyone looks at for the answers to show signs of weakness is like not necessarily considered good for a leader. Right. right. And, um, I don't, I really wish it was easier for me to talk about that stuff. And I, I really want to try harder at, at doing that because sometimes it feels good to get things off your chest. And that's, maybe that's all I, who knows, maybe that's all we need is to really have someone that can take it on and understand what you're mm -hmm. going through and be like, yeah, I get it. And yeah, I don't heard. have that. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have that. Maybe if I had that on a regular, it would feel good to, because when you're in the flow center, people come in and dump stuff all the time right. on me and then go in and yeah. float and leave and they're awesome. I'm like, whoa, you just <laughs> hit me with some heavy stuff from your past and you're gone. And, yeah. um, I don't get to dump. I mean, I want to yeah. dump. I want to okay. give it to someone else. So yeah. maybe that will feel good. I don't know. We'll find out. Awesome. Drew, that makes me so happy. That makes me happy that we do a podcast. <laughs> like that's I'm I'm so stoked that's happening. Mm -hmm. Gloria, anything you want to say in closing? Just thank you guys. I mean, it definitely felt um, really good and like a cleanse to have this this podcast, which right. is weird and out of our normal format for sure. Yeah. Um, we're all kind of out of sorts and um, you know, kind of struggling with different things at the same time. But uh, yeah. I'm very grateful to be a part of this. And, um, you know, really appreciate the transparency that we share and the support we share and love we share for each other. Oh, thank you. Love you guys. I love you guys, too. <laughs> We're sharing love. We're sharing love. It. Love and yeah. love. <laughs> well, and again, we're lucky to be in, like, such a cool community. So We are. Or yes. an industry. I, I, um, I appreciate it. Yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, go snuggle with those family members there, Dylan, I, and yep. the fur babies, Drew. Yeah. As always, and you get your hotel. Oh, I'm in my hotel and I'm happy. <laughs> uh, God, that sounds nice. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. Um, a few thanks. Thanks to these co-hosts for uh, sharing as much as they do. That rocks. Hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Um, it was a little cathartic for you listening as well. Thanks to our patrons on Patreon for supporting us. we got some new stuff coming out real soon. Stay tuned for Patreon. Right now we've got the $10 tier for photos, $15 tier for uh, more than 10 photos. And uh, that really helps support us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, Float Away. Thanks so much to Float Away for supporting us as well. Um, I've had all these little issues coming up with like just buttons breaking and just these, these random weird things. And I am always... Um, to a point of like, they should be on this show too. Like tonight's episode, like, why are you checking your email right now? Like, why are you being so <laughs> responsive? Like you can, a, an air button doesn't need this quick of a, of a response, but they're just incredibly responsive and, and taking care of me. And I love that so much. Um, their customer service to me is I, I haven't experienced anything like it before. So floataway.com is where you want to go to, to get some, um, 
info on some really beautiful float tanks. Um, Tranquility is what I have, but they also have some very spacious float tanks, including the float around, which is what they use at LIBOR for their fo- uh, floats, for their um, all their research. Really incredible stuff. Floataway.com, again, is where you want to go. And uh, Kim, thank you for taking show notes. I'm sorry that you're not here tonight. I'm really curious what Kim would have brought into tonight's episode. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear about it a couple weeks from now, two weeks from now. Uh, beyond that, remember, as always, um, core companions and community, you got to take care of yourself to be able to take care of others. So until next week, we'll see you next week. <laughs>